Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This episode contains disturbing content, including mentions of cancer, death, alcoholism, bodily harm, and medical fraud. Please take care while listening. Sometimes life throws you a curveball, or many curveballs all at the same time, and you get pummeled. In 2011, that was happening to Jackie. Jackie asked us not to use her last name. At the time, she and her husband were raising two kids in St. Louis. My position had just been eliminated at the company I'd worked for for 12 years. And my husband at the time was unemployed, hadn't worked in a couple of years. And I found out later that it was because he was an alcoholic and in denial of his condition. So I had filed for divorce and I had an opportunity to move to Wisconsin. Jackie got a job in Jackson, Wisconsin, a suburb of Milwaukee. It has a population of around 7,000 people. It's technically a village, the village of Jackson, It's an attractive location for young professionals who work in Milwaukee but want to raise their children in a safe small town close by. There are movie nights in the park, village-wide rummage sales and art fairs, festivals and parades. Their website states, The village holds the character of a small town with the beauty of rural Wisconsin. So we have all of the benefits of the big city, but in this nice, safe, tiny little suburb that is... It's just, it's been great for the family and I. And then, shortly after Jackie bought her house in Jackson, her soon-to-be ex-husband unexpectedly died. Now, she was a single parent, dealing with grief, a high-pressure job, and trying to help her kids adjust to their new lives, all in a place where she knew no one. It was a lot. There was a lot going on. And I just wanted to make sure I was doing everything right for the kids. So they needed a pediatrician. And I have no one to go to now to say, hey, what do you think of this pediatrician? Or what do you think of this dentist? I had to make the choices. And I very vividly remember thinking, it's so hard to make this choice. And I have no one to kind of run the idea off of or say, hey, gut check me here. What do you think about this person? There was none of that. Jackie's mother moved to Jackson to help her out, and they started to do all of the things that you have to do when you relocate. One of those things is finding a dentist. There were two in town, and only one of them took Jackie's insurance. So that is how she ended up at Jackson Family Dentistry, seeing Dr. Scott Sharmily. And at first it seemed great. The office was very Wisconsin, and I mean that in the nicest way. My immediate impression of Wisconsin was there's something wrong with these people. They are so incredibly nice for no reason whatsoever. Why are they so nice? And the office was exactly that. All of the hygienists, uh, Charmely himself, the women who worked in the front office, everyone was just so incredibly nice. 
Jackie was particularly impressed with how Dr. Sharmily interacted with her children. I never wanted my kids to be afraid of going to the dentist. And he was very, he made the kids feel comfortable, which was very, very important to me. Jackie, her two kids, and her mother all became patients of Dr. Sharmily. For all of the upheaval and turmoil that they had experienced, it was nice to celebrate the wins, however small, like finding a great dentist where her kids felt safe. What Jackie could not have known is that there was nothing safe about Dr. Sharmily. From Cast Media, this is The Opportunist. This is Dr. Scott Sharmily, Broken Trust. A story told in one episode. I'm Hannah Smith. Subscribe to Cast Plus to listen ad-free with bonus episodes at castmedia.com slash castplus. Follow, rate, and review The Opportunist on Apple Podcasts. You can also listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Jackson Family Dentistry is on Main Street, within walking distance to two parks and next door to a Lutheran church. Jackie said the office was always busy, but in a good way, like people kept coming back. As a note, Jackson Family Dentistry is still in Jackson under new ownership. But in 2012, it was owned by Dr. Scott Sharmily. He was very pleasant. He was smiling, you know, he would he would come in and as he was coming in the room as, as a patient is laying down, he would come in and kind of put his hand on your shoulder reassuringly as he walked around. He was a nice man. He carried himself with confidence. He was an older man, not bad looking. He just carried himself very tall and very knowledgeable. Jackie's right. Dr. Sharmily looks competent and kind. Here's a local commercial for Jackson Family Dentistry that we found on YouTube. Dr. Sharmily narrates as he does all sorts of dentisty things like talking to patients and reviewing charts. Sharmily is clean cut with salt and pepper hair. He wears a long sleeve collared shirt. Don't let your insurance company make you feel like a number at a big box dental office. At Jackson Family Dentistry, you'll see me, Dr. Sharmily, and you'll get to know my staff. 
We are one team focused on you and your dental health. The village of Jackson was the fastest growing community in Wisconsin at one point in the 90s. There was a new highway constructed that connected Jackson to Milwaukee. And suddenly it was this dreamy suburb destination for working families. The population has almost tripled since then. In 2012, Jackson was rapidly growing, and there was this sense of possibility of economic prosperity, and local businesses were soaking it in. Jackson Family Dentistry was one of them. There were always people in the waiting room, whether it was an appointment early in the morning or late at night. He had appointments, you know, all day long, and it was just always busy, and he was the only dentist in the practice. By 2014, Jackie felt more settled in Jackson. She was thriving at her job. Her kids were adjusting to their new home. Things were finally starting to normalize. Then Jackie received a life-changing phone call. In December 2014, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. So um, it was actually the day after Christmas. It is the world's worst Christmas gift to get that call saying, that biopsy came back and it's cancer. And that started this whole breast cancer journey then through uh, the most of the next 18 months. Jackie underwent extensive cancer treatment, including chemotherapy, a surgery, and radiation. And while she battled cancer, she was told not to go to the dentist. My cancer team was like, don't do any procedures outside of anything that could be invasive. So even like a cleaning where things could be introduced into the bloodstream, don't do anything, you don't need it, you're fine, you're healthy. And I was, I was completely fine other than this cancer diagnosis. So it was about a year, maybe a year and a half that I didn't go to the dentist. Jackie still made regular trips to Jackson Family Dentistry for her kids. They went in for cleanings and checkups. They saw me, I had, you know, I was bald. I had no eyebrows, no eyelashes. It was very obvious that I was sick. So they knew that I was going through cancer treatments and they would ask about me and ask how I was doing. 18 months after her diagnosis in the fall of 2015, Jackie went into remission. She resumed her normal life, picking back up the things that she had put on hold. And on that list was a teeth cleaning she scheduled an appointment to see Dr. Sharmily in October of 2015. The very first time I went back to the dentist after going through this cancer journey through most of 2015 was the first time Sharmily said, there's a problem. He said, you're starting to show signs of periodontal disease and you need a crown. Hmm. And when he said that to you, how did that feel? I was surprised, but I was also worried because I had never in my adult life gone more than six months without going to the dentist. So I thought, here's a man who is a medical professional. He knows what he's talking about. I have seen him for years. I had never had a problem with my teeth other than childhood cavities. And I have a congenitally missing tooth, so I have a bridge. Other than that, I have never, ever had a problem with my teeth or my mouth. It's important to note that some cancer treatments like chemotherapy and radiation can possibly increase a person's risk of developing cavities or gum decay. And Jackie had just gone 18 months without seeing the dentist. So she just figured that this was the result of that time away, that some issues had developed with her teeth and gum health. 
A lot of people are afraid of the dentist. In fact, a survey done by the market research company Dentavox in 2018 found that 60% of the people they surveyed said they were afraid of the dentist. The dentist is particularly scary because the work happens in your mouth, in your head. It's invasive and personal. Most people are afraid of potential pain, but some are also afraid of the sound of the drill in their mouth. But not Jackie. Jackie always felt totally fine going to the dentist. She wasn't bothered by it. And especially now, coming out of this battle with cancer, she was vigilant about her health, and she felt trusting and grateful for medical professionals. Because I had just spent a year, almost a year, literally with my life in the hands of cancer doctors, and I trusted them with everything and their treatment plans, and I just, and they got me through it, and I'm cancer-free today. And so going to Charmily, being a medical professional and just coming off of that, I was like, obviously, there must be these problems with my mouth. I just don't even know it. A crown is used to repair a tooth. It requires that the damaged tooth be drilled down, and then a permanent cap is placed on top of the tooth. Dr. Sharmily told Jackie that if she didn't have the crown procedure, her tooth might break, which would be incredibly painful. His conversation with me was, this crown needs to be done right away. All of these procedures need to be done right away, right now. Jackie told me that she had caught her breast cancer early before it had progressed too much, and she feels so fortunate for that. If Dr. Sharmily saw a problem with her teeth, she wanted to take that same approach to solve the problem before it got worse. But it was definitely a shock to find out that she needed so much dental work. And the bill was a shock as well. Only about half the work she needed done was covered by insurance. Jackie had her treatment plan in front of her when we spoke, so I asked her to read part of it to me. Laser treatment, not covered by insurance. Uh, $225 times two equals $450. Partial scale slash root plane, patient pays $125. Crown number 14, patients pays $442.50. And how much did you have to pay out of pocket that visit for all those things? So out of pocket, that came to over $1,000. This was a big unexpected bill, but Jackie made it work. She booked the crown appointment for the next week. That was November 2nd, 2015. The process of getting a crown is not a one-and-done procedure. First, you've got to get a temporary crown. Then you have to go back for the permanent crown, even though permanent crowns only last, at best, up to 15 years. Jackie also received treatments for what Dr. Sharmily said were signs of periodontal disease. I needed root plane or partial scaling where they go down below the gum line and clean the tooth root. Incredibly painful. He ordered laser treatments for my gums. He lasered part of my gums off saying that they were starting to show a lot of disease. But these appointments were just the beginning. He said, because of the start of periodontal disease, I needed cleanings every three months. So three months later, Jackie went back to Dr. Sharmily in early 2016. He assessed that I needed another crown. And in February, said, you need to have this crown right now. And started that day, 
putting the crown in. Jackie had to figure out yet again how she was going to pay for this sudden expense, throwing down hundreds of dollars for the out-of-pocket costs. Someone would come in with the paperwork saying, and here's what you owe. We've already done the work for you. Here's what the insurance is going to pay, and here's what you need to pay. So how do you want to pay for that? So there wasn't even time to think about it. It was, no, we can do this. We can fit you in right now. We can start this procedure right now. And of course, you're thinking, I don't want my tooth to break. That sounds horrible. Sure, go ahead. Let's, let's get it fixed. If you have time right now, let's, let's do it. Jackie got her second crown on February 10th, 2016. And when she went in for this procedure, she noticed something different in Charmley's process. He had a new tool. And he started, he numbed me, and he started drilling. And then he stopped and he put this device in my mouth. It almost looked like a pen. And I remember asking him, what, what are you doing? What is this pen that you're putting in my mouth? I've never seen it. And he said, oh, this is a camera that takes pictures of your teeth. We have to log everything for insurance. Then three months later, in June of 2016, Jackie went back to the dentist again. And again, Dr. Sharmily had bad news. He told her that yet another one of her teeth needed a crown. So same thing, you know, we're just kind of looking at these teeth and we're seeing the same thing. This has to be done right now. So for the most part, for most of your life, you haven't had dental problems. And now it just, it's like the the problems are stacking up. Every time you go back, you need another crown. So, you know, when he told you yet again, you need another crown, how did that feel? It didn't feel great. I had thought I had kept up on my dental care. I wasn't experiencing any pain. I didn't have any sensitivity in my teeth. And so it was a little shocking that I would need any crowns. There's obviously something happening in my mouth that I can't see. I must need this crown. I think it's important to remember that Jackie knew what it felt like to have disease creep into her body and threaten her life. She had put 100% of her trust in her cancer doctors, and they saved her life. They gave her the most precious gift, more time on Earth, more time with her family. This is no small thing. And so, yes, Jackie trusted doctors. And she trusted Dr. Sharmily without question. When he said there is an urgent problem, she believed him. And how did he deliver that news to you? Every time he delivered the news, it was looking at your teeth, looking at the films, you need a crown. And if you don't get this, something bad is going to happen. Your tooth is going to break and you don't want that to happen. Every time it was, it's a problem, it's going to get worse. If you don't take care of this now, you are going to have really, really bad problems. Especially in these early crowns, he, it wasn't a threat. That came later. Jackie didn't have a reason to doubt Dr. Sharmily, but soon that would change. Subscribe to Cast Plus to listen ad-free with bonus episodes at castmedia.com slash castplus.
You can follow, rate, and review The Opportunist on Apple Podcasts. It really does make a difference. So thank you. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Spread the word. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney. Make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusions apply. See store or jcp.com for details. Dr. Sharmily wanted Jackie to get her teeth cleaned every three months. And every time she had gone back for that three-month cleaning, she had been told that she needed a crown on another tooth. And while Jackie still trusted Dr. Sharmily, in mid-2016, she made the first decision that later she realized probably saved her significant pain. She switched back to seeing Dr. Sharmily every six months. Being an only parent, and raising two young kids who are now involved in different activities. I had a very demanding job. I had left the first job that I came to Wisconsin for and was now teaching um, and had a lot of responsibilities there. And I just didn't have time to come every three months. Going to the dentist every three months, which inevitably turned into two to three additional visits to get a crown, it all just became too much for Jackie's schedule. The next time she went back to Dr. Sharmily, it was January of 2017. And this time was no different than the previous appointments. Dr. Sharmily said that, once again, Jackie needed a crown. Her fourth, to be exact. But there had been so many before, she was losing count. I'm not a dentist. I'm not a medical professional. I don't know what's happening. I know how my mouth feels. I know what I do to maintain the care of my teeth and my mouth. But I don't know what's happening in there. That's why we go to the dentist. How much are you paying every time that you go in for something like this? It depended on where I was with my deductible for insurance. Um, Sometimes it was the full price, which could have been up to $1,200 to $1,400. And sometimes it was a fraction of that. So maybe $400 or $500. It just really kind of depended on where I was in the year. Jackie was doing well at her job. She had a stable income. But even so, these bills were a source of stress. When you start dealing in $1,000 or more, that isn't something that you're necessarily prepared for when you go to the dentist. So there were times that I was like, you know what? I can't do that today. So bill me or next time I come in, I'll pay it. Or can I, you know, kind of chunk this out and pay this over the next couple of months sort of thing. Of course, they always encourage that you pay right then up front instead of billing later. And they would really kind of encourage that, you know, let's, let's get this paid today or 
that sort of thing. Charmoli always made it seem like the crowns were an emergency and encouraged Jackie to get the treatment done right away. Her main concern was to keep herself healthy. And so Jackie got a fourth crown. Of course, let's take care of this. Let's do this. Let's, I've been through this procedure before. It was all the same. The pen camera went in. Same procedure with coming in. You know, you need this right now. Here's how much you owe. Here's how much the insurance will pay. At this point, did you, you know, ask him something like, is this normal? Like, why am I having to get so many crowns? Did you ever have a conversation like that? I didn't. I thought, okay, he's seeing something in my mouth that I don't know, that I can't see. So I must need this. For the first time in her life, Jackie became anxious about going to the dentist, specifically about going back to Dr. Sharmily. But the other dentist in Jackson didn't accept her insurance, and the next dentist was at least two towns over, not exactly convenient. At the end of 17, I dreaded going back. And when she did go back, it was the same story. Charmely told Jackie that she needed another crown. This would be her fifth. He did that fifth crown in October 17. And on that fifth crown, he said, you know, there's another one that needs to be done. So we should really get that one scheduled. Jackie realized that every time she had gone in to see Dr. Charmely over the past couple of years, Every single time, he told her she needed another crown. As Dr. Sharmily was working on her fifth crown, he urged her to schedule an appointment for yet another crown. But this time, Jackie reacted differently. For the first time ever, she pushed back. She had had enough. After that fifth crown, I said, we're just going to wait and see what happens. And he did not like that response. He tore off his gloves and threw them down. And he was like, it's going to break. And then you're going to have an emergency. And that's going to cost more. And I don't know. We'll try to fit you in if it breaks. But I don't know. Something had changed for Jackie. She wasn't going to take Charmely's word for it anymore. I kind of got a little cocky when he did that. And I remember smiling and looking at him going, okay, we'll see what happens. And (laughs) because... I just, at that point, realized I don't have a problem with the tooth he's telling me I have a problem with. Nothing hurts. There's no sign of anything happening with these teeth. So, no, we're going to not do this anymore. Charmely was not happy when Jackie refused to schedule the next crown appointment. In fact, his office continued to call her and try to get her to schedule it. But Jackie was in a very different place mentally than she had been when she got that first crown in 2015. You know, being widowed for a few years and then going through cancer treatments and my kids are very, very young and I don't know what's going to happen and I'm kind of worried about everything to 2017 where I'm remarried and our families blended beautifully together and I'm in this new job that I love and I have this level of job security now. I just wasn't the same person I was in 2015 when all of this started. I was stronger. I was more myself. I was not as vulnerable. Two years before, Jackie had been trying to hold her family and quite literally her life together. 
Now she had gained her health and her confidence back, and something inside of her said that Dr. Sharmily was wrong. Not only that, but she had already spent over $5,000 out of pocket for all of these procedures. Jackie decided to look for a new dentist for her family. She had lost trust in Dr. Sharmily. She didn't think too much more about Dr. Sharmily until one day in 2020. So I was making dinner in December 2020. So I was in the kitchen, TV on in the living room to the local news, and a story came on. And I heard something about a local dentist being investigated for fraud and stopped what I was doing, sat down, watched the story, and just started Googling what is going on. The indictment accuses Charmely of performing an unusual amount of crown replacements. In one 20-month period, 1,600 procedures that totaled more than $2 million in claims. What was that moment like for you? What were you feeling? What were you thinking? Holy shit. I know I did not need these crowns. How many did he put in? I didn't even know the number at that point. I knew it was a lot, but I wasn't keeping track. I knew that I for sure didn't need the one that he had recommended. So all of this going on as dinner is now burning in the kitchen because I'm like, nope, forget dinner. Jackie found a press release from the U.S. Attorney's Office from December 16th, 2020, that stated that Dr. Scott Sharmily, age 60, was indicted by a federal grand jury for a healthcare fraud scheme. Sharmily faced multiple charges of healthcare fraud and false statements relating to healthcare matters. It alleged that Sharmily's fraud began at the beginning of 2016. Jackie just knew she was one of his victims. She immediately sent an email to the U.S. Attorney's Office explaining who she was. I know I did not need these crowns, and I want to know what to do now. What do you need from me? How can I help you? And in a couple of days, I was talking to the U.S. Attorney's Office, and I was talking to the FBI as well. Within days of seeing the news about Sharmily's indictment, Jackie hopped on a conference call with U.S. attorneys and the FBI. She told them everything that had happened to her. They revealed that Jackie was one of the many victims of Dr. Sharmily. Other patients had come forward with eerily similar stories. It was, it was good to tell my story and to hear from them that this is the same MO that they've heard from others, that they went in with no problems, they found out they needed this immediate procedure, the pen camera was real familiar to them, they knew exactly what I was talking about. The process Charmely used for crown procedures, including the use of that pen camera, was something the FBI was investigating. They had been tipped off about Dr. Sharmily after he sold his practice in 2019. Once the new owners of Jackson Family Dentistry got access to the patient files, they were alarmed by how many crown procedures the office was doing. Additionally, several patients had been scheduled for crowns by Dr. Sharmily. By the time they came in for the dental work, the office had been sold, and the new dentist was shocked to see that their teeth were just fine, no crown was needed. I have since had my documents, all of my files reviewed by a couple of different dentists, including the new dentist who bought Jackson Family Dentistry. And they said, while there were some signs of wear on molars, most people have signs of wear on your molars by the time you're 40, a crown would have been a very, very aggressive way 
to treat what they saw based on previous films that were in my file. After her conversation with U.S. attorneys, it hit Jackie just how calculated Dr. Sharmily's scheme was. He was not the concerned doctor that he had made himself out to be. Jackie suddenly felt that she had been targeted. Dr. Sharmily had been fully aware that Jackie was going through cancer treatments in 2015. He had even asked her mother, also a patient, how Jackie was doing during those 18 months that she wasn't able to have a cleaning. When she finally returned to the dentist, it was the perfect opportunity for Dr. Sharmily to claim that her dental health had suffered during those 18 months. Jackie says at that point in her life, she was exhausted and vulnerable. He completely took advantage of me, knowing I was at the lowest point of my life, knowing that emotionally and mentally I was tapped out. And that's when all of these problems started. I had no problems before then. I've had no problems since. He totally took advantage of this snapshot of my life when I was just more vulnerable than I would have been normally. Jackie claimed that she spent over $6,000 out of pocket for likely unnecessary dental work. And then, of course, Sharmily's office billed her insurance on top of that. But how did Dr. Sharmily get away with this for over three years? How did no one realize what he was doing? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply. Sharmily's criminal trial took place in March of 2022. During the trial, an insurance executive testified that Wisconsin dentists installed fewer than six crowns for every 100 patients in 2019. Sharmily's rate was over 32 per 100 patients. That's over five times more than average. And that's just for 2019. We're talking thousands and thousands of crowns. In order to charge patients insurance for these crown procedures, Dr. Sharmily had to submit proof that the teeth were damaged. And so he created that proof by breaking patients' teeth. The basic allegations are that he was purposefully fracturing teeth of patients and then submitting false insurance claim forms to be paid for crowns that were not necessary, that were the result of his fracturing people's teeth. Tom Ogerchok is Jackie's attorney in a civil case against Dr. Sharmily. But Tom followed the criminal case as well and attended the trial. 
He told me that Charmely manipulated the process used for imaging teeth for insurance claims. The standard procedure is to take x-rays before any dental work is done in order to determine whether or not you need that dental work. But that is not what Charmely did. They'd be in the chair, uh, he'd be looking over the patient, and then he would say, I think you need a crown, let's get some crown work done. He would numb the patient. After they were numb, he would then start to drill, then stop to take pictures. This means that Dr. Sharmali was drilling into healthy teeth until they broke, and then taking photos of the broken teeth for insurance claims. Patients didn't object to having their teeth broken because they couldn't actually feel what was going on. Their mouths had been numbed. That small pen-like camera that Dr. Sharmali used, that provided him discretion. If he had called in, say, a dental hygienist to take x-rays in the middle of a crown procedure, that would have set off a lot of red flags. Instead, he was able to discreetly snap photos himself, and then he used those photos for the insurance claims. As a note, this pen-like device is actually a pretty common tool. A lot of dentists use this type of intraoral camera in their practice. Charmely was just using it unethically. Something came to light during the trial that points to when Charmely started this scam and why. In 2015, Charmely contracted a consulting agency. He said his reason was to figure out how he could make his practice run more efficiently. His defense team claimed that all the consulting agency did was improve operations at Charmely's practice. But the prosecution indicated that this was a turning point for Charmely that this is when he learned how he could make a lot more money. The prosecution argued that the consulting agency pointed out that specialized procedures like crowns brought in more money. The timing of this is interesting. Charmely hired the consultants in January of 2015. Jackie's first crown was in October, later that same year. What Charmely learned by bringing in a consultant was As a general dentist, if you're just doing cleanings, fillings, things like that, you're going to have a limit to your income. If you start doing implants, crowns, root canals, those types of procedures, you're going to see an increase in your revenue. So once he he started to ramp up the number of crowns that he did, his revenue also skyrocketed. And he went from making a real comfortable living to a really, really good income. Like a lot of dentists, Charmely did well. Dentist salaries are often as high as a quarter of a million dollars. Most people told me that Charmely wasn't an extravagant spender, although some patients joked about how all those crowns must be providing him with a nice life. They would joke around that say, well, I see Charmely has a new boat. And I get how many crowns did you get today? I guess he had to pay for his new boat. You know, they made jokes like that because they did find it unusual. Along with his house in Jackson, Charmely did own a lake house and a property in Arizona. In January of 2016, Charmely emailed the consulting agency to discuss his progress He boasted that his business had increased by 60%, with a total revenue of $3.17 million. This was just before Jackie's second crown. 
there was definitely a point of emphasis of the U.S. attorney that once they brought in that consultant, that type of work, the crown work started to increase, and then his revenues also followed and increased quite a bit. We attempted to get in touch with the consulting agency multiple times, but no one got back to us. During the trial, U.S. attorneys asked Dr. Sharmali if he received a percentage of the money that came in from specialty procedures, such as crowns. He said yes. They also revealed an escalation of crown procedures in his practice. In 2014, he performed about 40 crowns per month. By 2019, he performed over 100 crowns per month most months. In theory, that would mean that Charmely was performing around five crowns per day or more. It's as if his entire practice centered around crown procedures. Prosecutors allege that Dr. Charmely billed over $4.2 million for crown procedures between 2016 and 2019. And that's just from one insurance company. So that doesn't even include out-of-pocket costs for individual patients. The numbers were staggering. And what about his staff, the dental hygienists and dental assistants helping Charmely? One staff member actually joked about what the people in Jackson were eating. There were just so many crowns coming in. But at the end of the day, Charmely was the dentist. He was the owner of the business, their employer, and of course, he was the doctor. There wasn't room to question him. Some of his former dental assistants uh, raised some red flags as this was going along, that this seemed like an unusual way to proceed. They were concerned about the number of crowns that they were doing. But it's a one dentist practice. You're an assistant. You're a hygienist. It's, I can understand where some of those people were hesitant to speak up too much. Uh, I'm sure they felt intimidated. There were no charges brought against Charmely's staff. In court, Charmely denied that he ever intentionally harmed any of his patients or that he broke their teeth on purpose for financial gain. He said he was just trying to take care of his patients in the best way possible. He just wanted to make sure that his clients got the tooth covered so they didn't have a lot of -of out-of-pocket expenses. You know, painting it somewhat as doing them a favor. I spoke with some other people who were also present at the trial. They told me that Charmely looked cool and confident, like he didn't think he'd done anything wrong. My initial reaction from watching him at trial was, and I think really to this day, he denies that this was a conspiracy, that he did this on purpose, that it was just these people needed crowns and this is the way he did it. Dr. Scott Sharmily was found guilty. He was convicted on five counts of healthcare fraud and two counts of making false statements related to patients' healthcare matters. In July of 2022, Sharmily was sentenced to 54 months in prison, just under four and a half years, and ordered to pay over a million dollars in forfeiture. There is a civil case against Sharmily that is currently ongoing with over 2,000 claimants, including Jackie. Most likely, Jackie's teeth were healthy. This means that Charmely intentionally broke her teeth to make it seem as if she needed crowns. The pictures that were submitted to the insurance, I know now, were not x-rays. They were pictures of my broken tooth. 
taken with that pen device after he had already drilled part of it out. To be clear, Jackie's children were never harmed by Dr. Sharmily. They only ever had routine cleanings. And as far as we know, Dr. Sharmily only victimized adults with his scam. Jackie has to live with the knowledge that she has five crowns in her mouth that most likely were unnecessary, that Sharmily put her through pain and discomfort and stress for no reason. It, it feels like assault. I went into his office with nothing wrong with me, nothing wrong with me. And I walked out five times with crowns. I walked out several times with a very painful laser treatment. I walked out several times with very painful root planing, procedures that weren't necessary. He did that to me. He broke body parts, my teeth, my gums. And why? 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 Why do you think? I don't know. Greed? I don't know if he's just a sick person who gets off on causing pain. I don't know if he wanted the money. You know, maybe this started in 2015. Maybe I was one of the first victims and I didn't say no. And maybe that spiraled. Most of the federal case involved cases that were later, not as early as 2015. So maybe, maybe it started when he realized he could. It's never going to be over for Jackie because crowns are not permanent. At best, they last up to 15 years. Eventually, they will have to be replaced. When I have to get these crowns replaced, that is not going to be a good time for me. I'm going to relive not just what he did to me, but all of the vulnerabilities that went in to getting there. All of the worries around being an only parent and a widowed young woman, and all of the concerns that I had with cancer treatments all kind of balled up in now thinking about having to get these redone. Despite everything, Jackie says she's not afraid to go to the dentist. I have gone back to the dentist since. I'm not going to let one bad apple spoil the bunch. I do feel comfortable, completely comfortable with my new dentist. They know my history with Charmely, and I think they've handled it very, very well. If they don't know the history, they say, that's a lot of crowns for somebody your age. Why do you have so many crowns? And then as soon as I say it was Charmely, they're like, oh, and kind of back off. The civil trial against Scott Charmely is now working its way through bankruptcy court. His victims hope that the civil case will grant them a settlement to pay for the damage he caused. The Opportunist is a cast original podcast. It's produced by me, Anna Smith, along with Paisha Eaton, Natalie Gregory, Kate Mays, and Sarah Dalgleish. Colin Thompson is our executive producer. Anton Doty is our editor. The show is mixed and mastered by Matt Sewell. Episodic cover art is by Arvin Lee. 
The Opportunist Show cover art is by Joel Hassemeyer. Our theme song is Waltz for Zachariah from the album Cholate. You can find our merch at theopportunistpodcast.com. Do you have a suggestion for the show, an opportunist you want to hear us cover? Email us at theopportunist at castmedia.com, cast with a K. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to Cast Plus to listen ad-free with bonus episodes at castmedia.com slash cast plus. Follow, rate, and review The Opportunist on Apple Podcasts. You can also listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.